Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening, world. This is Austin from A Positive Mind with Positive Vibes. If you love this podcast episode and if you love this podcast in general, I have some other really, really great things. So first and foremost, I actually am an approved teacher for guided meditations on the Insight Timer app. So you can actually search that on Google Store as well as the Apple Store. That's going to be, once again, Insight Timer. You can also find some guided meditations like self-love and wealth affirmations on my YouTube. That's going to be PMPVXMEO, or you can just look up PVMPV Podcast on YouTube. You can also find me on Instagram, PMPV Podcast. You can also find my website, PMPVPodcast.com. That will also take you a link to my guided affirmation cards. There's 35 cards, all with guided affirmations with beautiful phrases, starting with I am. It's one of the most powerful phrases we can use when talking about ourselves, and we need to make sure that we follow ourselves up with love and that affection. So if you're curious at all, and if you're open to exploring or checking out something different, I strongly encourage you, if you love this podcast, and if you love these episodes, and if you really resonate with them, check out some more of my content. It's beautiful, and I know you're going to love it. Peace and blessings and love and light always. Ashe. Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening, world, and welcome to A Positive Mind with Positive Vibes. This episode is going to be something that is specific for a certain listener group because I feel like this is something that is not only very prevalent in the world, but very necessary and quite frankly, something that is very deserving to be addressed. And what that is, is let me first start and say, I am very grateful for all of my listeners, each and every one of you. And with this podcast and with analytics that I have, I'm able to assess and see what demographic, specifically gender, of listeners listen to my podcast. And I have a great majority, more than double, of the listeners on my podcast are male. I'm sorry, female compared to male. 68% of my listeners are female. 30% are male. Now... That is something that is number one phenomenal because, you know, we have a great increase and growth of women establishing themselves very independently, healing, understanding, learning and growing. And that is incredible. And I think that and if I may be so bold to say women have an advantage in doing that by being able to and being in an environment where they're nurtured and able to express themselves in full emotion. And what I wanted to address today was the lack of ability for men specifically to be able to express that very same emotion. Now, this is something that is consistently, from what I believe, swept under the rug. This is something that has some bit of an awareness and often gets thrown into the mix with mental health, right? But ultimately, the typical male in society has never had an experience or, for that better term, permission from the world to be able to express all of their emotions. They've never been able to be 
expressive with sadness, with frustration, to be able to process grief and loss. Not in the way that, for example, women have. They're able to cry, they're able to process, they're able to have those experiences. But with men, we're taught at a very, very early age to man up, to be man enough, to be masculine. And I want to say that this is of no fault of anyone's but the collective. This isn't one individual person's fault. This is where we are as a society. And I think that if we want to continually and really, really focus on some change, what we would need to do is focus on healing that inner masculine, that inner child, because just as important as it is for the inner feminine to heal and the divine feminine, it's just as much for the masculine to heal as well. However, once again, even with these statistics, this is a very, and once again, this isn't something that I want to use as like quantifiable, you know, accredited data, but this is a small snapshot that I've looked at. And, you know, there are several documentaries. One I just recently finished was The Mask We Wear or The Mask We Live In, I'm sorry, that talks about the social toxic masculinity and the toxic upbringing of masculinity and what it is to be masculine in the first place. And what this does is this creates a very debilitating and discomforting ability to express oneself emotionally other than anger, rage, frustration, things like that. And this is something that, once again, we, we address, but we, we associate it with other things. Once again, mental health, behavior disorders, someone who is, you know isolated they you know often make jokes of oh they're going to be the next columbine shooter or this that and the other you know these types of jokes and these types of ideas and these types of concepts are something that we allow as a social norm but i don't think that we very much understand the gravity of what it is and how this impacts young men specifically as men, we are taught at a very, very early age to know that it's okay to be angry, to be mad, to assert dominance, to be aggressive, right? But very, very rarely, and I will say that it has been increasing, which I'm grateful for. However, we still have a long way to go. And very rarely are we given the opportunity to be vulnerable, to express sadness, to express pain, to express hurt, to express grief. Right. We're always taught to man up, to not be a bitch, to not be a pussy, to this, that and the other. And this is taught and perpetuated through all of media, through social media, through music, through movies, through, you know, everything. The, the stereotypical male archetype, the ideal male is someone who is in some way stoic, somewhat reserved, maybe emotional in specific situations, but overall pretty emotionless, right? As someone who can get the job done, who's good with his hands, who doesn't cry, who doesn't this, and who is able to carry the world on his back. And what we have found is that there's this expectation that's put on young boys, especially at a very, very early age, whether it be through sports, whether it be through development. And, and we always say, well, they're angry and aggressive. Let's put them in karate or let's put them in sports. Let them get the aggression out. Well, 
yes and no if there is a and and it really really depends on this very big factor it depends on the male role model that is there predominantly typically being the coach depending on what type of expressive and and developing and training individual this is you know if this is someone who continues to perpetuate the ridicule the embarrassment and the you know macho masculine i guess you could say perspective these kids are going to have a very hard time and quite honestly that aggression is just going to continue to be perpetuated because they're not given an opportunity and a healthy outlet to express themselves you know for example myself there's a lot of things that i went through when i was younger and i found it best to be able to express myself and and work the aggression out in the gym right so i worked out a lot um and of course that helps you release it but it doesn't help you heal from it you're able to release the stress and the tension only temporarily you're not able really to acknowledge and to heal from that which has actually happened and actually processed so i say all of that to get to my main point in this episode is that men and i say this to you specifically it's time to heal and that it is okay to heal. You have the permission from myself and men and women around the world and children for you to heal. Because what I think we fail to realize is that these men that are taught at a very early age to not show that emotion are raising children. They're raising women, right? And they're raising younger men as well. What, what narrative do they have to go from? What schema do they have to be able to pull from other than what's been around their environment? What is in their current stimuli? What is always in their, you know, conditioning experience? And from that, they can we continue to perpetuate a cycle. We perpetuate a cycle of objectivism towards women, of aggressiveness, often unwanted aggressiveness towards women that results in rape, that results in physical violence that results in sometimes even death and in turn we have transformed the feminine if i may be be so bold to say is to take on an even more masculine aggressive nature naturally towards men because we perpetuated this for so long we've been so emotionally reserved and and contained that we have allowed our counterpart in this divine universe to take on that energy as well and i don't find that women are cold naturally i don't find that women are stoic or very aggressive naturally i find that they become conditioned that way because they've been hurt they've been traumatized and they've been pained sometimes it's from the maternal or the feminine aspect but predominantly it comes from their relationships whether that be a masculine or another feminine so you know i think that we have really tried to band-aid what these things are and and address these situations and you know there's always this idea of the toxic male in the relationship who uses women this that and the other you're completely correct because what is he taught when he is young how is he to look at women when he was young and yes you are completely correct this starts in the home and the father or lack thereof however what do they see when they go out into the world 
What is the society that is around them teaching them? What is the music? What is the media? What is the YouTube? What is the social media, Instagram? What are these things showing our young children, specifically our young men, as to the type of person that they should be? We shoot ourselves in the foot by saying that they should have a choice because honestly they're not given a choice they're conditioned at a very early age to harbor those emotions to bury those feelings of sadness of grief of pain and we are taught to fan the flames of fire and aggression and dominance right we have to be number one in aggression to the point that it exceeds the arena of sport it exceeds the arena of competition it influence and impacts the entire individual's life from relationships to friendships platonic or romantic regardless of what it is this individual sees life as a competition so there can only be dominance there can only be aggression and once again what is the type of culture that we're looking here to create and perpetuate so this isn't going to be an episode of a soapbox right because we we know these things we see these things we acknowledge them but what is the solution and quite honestly i don't i don't have the solution i may have a part of it but ultimately the solution can't come from just me it must come from us as a collective as a society to make the conscientious choice to teach our young children our, our young boys and sons specifically that it's okay to cry it's okay to feel sadness it's okay to feel grief it's okay to talk about these things and it's okay to express these things and it doesn't make you weak it doesn't make you any less of a man it doesn't make you any less than an individual because you have to understand when you're associating an emotion that happens naturally in an individual and a human being is a combination of both the masculine and the feminine the feminine is what gives the creation, the emotion, the ability to empathize and sympathize, the intuition. You, you feel the interdimensional connections, the ether. And with the masculine, you're given the physical properties, the representation, what you're able to do in the world and the earth. It's pretty much that third dimensional being, right? And with the two, you create the human. But when we're teaching our young men not to tap in and understand that feminine within them to understand and make peace with that femininity within them to be able to express it in a healthy way it's suppressed and that masculine takes over and it's so aggressive and so toxic to where they're never able to touch and retouch or rekindle that connection with their divine feminine sometimes ever again and even if they do years down the line they're still then the processing of the hurt and trauma and issues that they've created along the way so what we're doing is we're creating this giant uphill battle this almost near impossible ability for a man to be able to be truly what a human being should be not a man not a woman what a human being should be capable of doing and by doing that we limit the potential we limit the ability of what they're capable of doing and we limit more importantly the ability for our species to progress in a healthy and connected way right we we talk about all of these issues and traumas and all of these problems and we look at how all these things are perpetuated right now it stems from a society that allows a culture of one type of human being 
to suppress and, and expects them to suppress parts of themselves that are just natural. And once again, the both the feminine and masculine, the feminine has a lot more opportunity to be able to express both the male and female aspects of herself than the male does. And that in no way, shape or form says that women, you guys have it in, in any easy way. And it's unfortunate because men have this expression and understanding and almost to a point subconscious hardwiring now because it's been perpetuated for so long to be dominant that this is a patriarchal world and that you are secondary when in no way shape or form are you you are beautiful incredible divine creatures as is the masculine but we're not taught that we're not taught to even think of or the word beautiful unless we're referencing a woman and typically what's behind that word isn't appreciation of a, of beauty it's a desire of physical attraction right so it's hard because we've spent so many time so much time doing this already and so much time creating this pain and this hurt what are we going to do about it now well First and foremost, it starts with recognizing the trauma in the childhood. And this can be in many, many, many different ways. And, and this, for this reason, this episode can be very, very long is because when we try to unpack that, it comes from many things, right? Not having a healthy father relationship, if one at all, maybe not having a father present at all. Maybe it was a family member who was a male uh, role model who engaged in sexual behavior with you who sexually abused you maybe this was someone who you know physically abused you maybe this was someone who emotionally abused you maybe this was someone who did a combination of all three so you know understanding and recognizing that childhood trauma is the first step that we have with healing and and giving the space the healthy space for the masculine to express themselves in a not only contributory way but a very productive and progressive way for us as a consciousness a single root consciousness there are many many different ways to understand assess and analyze and and really interpret that right because there's so many different layers of these types of traumas once again the absence of a father the presence of a father but abusive or aggressive and then once again it's the mother's role to take on both the masculine and the feminine and you know i'm not saying in any way shape or form it can't be done but it's a very hard challenge and i say that because it's it's a, a someone who is naturally the opposite of this energy attempting to create this energy for the safety of their child for the development of their child and there isn't necessarily a frame of reference or experience to be able to reference when creating that environment for that child in itself so it's not to say that there isn't an ability to do it. It's just it's a very challenging frame of reference to have because there's no frame of reference to that exists. So you has to be created. And I want to say as well, I was a child of predominantly a single mother. And I'm very, very grateful for the hard work and dedication and love that my mother put into my development as well as my siblings. Mom's fucking incredible, dude. Like she like you like women like y'all y'all are fucking incredible and let me not give any 
discredit or forget all of the single fathers as well y'all are just as incredible for taking on that feminine energy and being able to provide that and even more of a hats off to you because you're doing something that isn't even socially expected and in some ways not even socially acceptable so you know it really starts with once again recognizing that trauma in the childhood for the man to really assess and say and and accept the fact that this did happen right and it's one thing to accept that it happened in our mind and and know that it's there it's another thing to accept it in our hearts and that is really the first wall or the most important wall i guess you could say is breaking down that wall between the mind and the heart because there's been so many walls and so much built over time to block that that it's very very hard to break down sometimes once again near impossible however once again what is impossible but i'm possible so it's able to be done so when we accept that trauma into our hearts we're able to allow the forgiveness of the experience of what happened and this can be a very very tough pill to swallow i know some men may listen to this and have turned it off already but when you come back and revisit it when you're ready it'll be here for you when we process and accept that trauma into our hearts it's something that allows a healing and it's a healing that hasn't been experienced before and how do you accept that trauma well once again it starts with recognizing it starts with seeing and understanding that and accepting that this did happen and then it goes into especially when in childhood accepting the fact that it isn't your fault whatever man is listening to this that went through trauma in your childhood it was not your fault you you weren't too weak you weren't too you weren't not strong enough you weren't not smart enough you, you i know i'm speaking in double negatives but you it wasn't your fault and i think that that's the most important thing you need to recognize and for a lot of men even hearing that can be healing so i hope that it is but i truly hope that you give yourself the time to really recognize and understand the fact that it was not your fault that that what happened to you as a child was not your fault and it's time for you to forgive that individual or those people who hurt you not for them but for you you've been carrying that weight a very long time you've been carrying that hurt and that trauma and that struggle for so many years it's been buried deep within you to the point that you didn't even realize it was still there but it creeps up sometimes at night when you go to sleep or when you're alone in your thoughts by yourself maybe when even you're around people and it kind of just jumps up and kind of gives you a bit of anxiety kind of don't even realize it's there or sometimes it can come out in behaviors or things that you do and you don't mean to do it but it just kind of comes out right those are the ways that these traumas still control you that they still have power over you it's time to take that power back it's time to take that power back man you deserve that and you are worthy of that and once again it wasn't your fault it wasn't your fault you you couldn't have done anything you were a child and it's okay it's it's okay that it happened and it's okay that you're still here and that's what makes you even stronger 
is that you are still here and you have overcome this and that you have allowed yourself to continue to keep going and not hold you back. Now it's time to release it so that it can hold you back no further in any way. With that acceptance can come some pain. It can come some hurt. There can come some, a lot of processing and in some ways even self-rejection. But it's time to let those feelings be felt. And not the feelings of rejection, but the feelings of pain that come with that. The feelings of sadness, the feelings of wonder, of wonderment in the sense of why did this happen to me? Why wasn't I protected? Why wasn't I allowed to be this way or feel this way? Why wasn't, why didn't it happen? Why, why wasn't my dad there? Or why did my dad act this way? Or why did this family member act this way towards me? Why? And quite honestly, that might never be an answer that you get in. That's something that you need to make peace with because it doesn't matter if you get the answer from the individual. What matters is the peace that you have with yourself. That answer isn't going to give you the resolve in your heart. Only you can give that to yourself. Only you can create that and only you can bring about that change and transformation by saying, you know what? It did happen. And I forgive you for doing it. It no longer is going to hold me back. It no longer is going to scar me. It's no longer going to traumatize me and have me think or act or feel or behave this way. I am no longer giving power to what you did to me. I am taking my power back. And most importantly throughout this entire experience, you need to know that you're safe in expressing and dealing with these emotions. So you are safe and it's safe. And this is a safe space for you to express these emotions right now in this very moment. As you're listening to this, whoever shared this with you, if you found this by yourself, hopefully you're listening to this in a very comfortable and enjoyable setting. But most importantly, you are safe right now. You are safe listening to this. You are safe in this experience where you are in this very moment. Let yourself feel those feelings. Feel those feelings of the pain, of the sadness, of the hurt, of the wonderment, of the, of everything. Feel it. Feel the feelings that you've been suppressing. Feel the feelings that you've been told that you couldn't or that you shouldn't or that aren't meant for you because you're a man or because you are a specific or expected to be a specific kind of person. It's no longer you. That That is not who you are and that is not who you are meant to be. You are capable of so much more. But in order to tap into that so much more, you have to tap into the other side of you. And that other side of you is your emotions, your sadness, your grief, your pain. And it's time to let that light in that darkness. It's time to let that healing commence. It's time to let that peace rush over you. You're safe. You're safe and it's okay. It's okay. As you progress through this journey, you will be able to create peace within yourself through developing self-love and most importantly, emotional communication. There is always the saying that men do not communicate. 
And the reason why men don't communicate is because we are often not taught to communicate and given an opportunity to communicate. And then by the time we get into a relationship and a serious relationship in our 20s and 30s, we're told by our spouse that we no longer have the excuse of what happened when we were younger, yet we are still not given the opportunities. And I won't even say given, I would say exposed to, because once again, this isn't about giving something to someone. This is about making them aware that it is okay, that they are safe and have a safe space to be able to express themselves. So when we get to this serious relationship, we're told by our spouse that we no longer have the excuse, which I 110% agree with. However, where are the resources? Where are the organizations? Where are the podcasts or the books or the things that give men the ability to understand and process their emotions and to be able to further communicate them not only to themselves, most importantly, but also to their spouses? Where is the ability and the space for a man to say, I have gone 25, 30, 40, 50 years of my life without ever feeling or shedding this emotion. Now I have the space to be able to. Where is it discussed? Where is it talked about? And I'll admit now in 2022, we are talking about it so much more that I'm seeing so many things. There's some great, great things happening in this world where men are given this opportunity because we're realizing that for men, in order to change the world, we have to change both the men and the women. We have to heal both. It can't be just one or the other. And it's great to see. However, once again, these are still fiery far and few between. We need to continue to raise awareness and create safe spaces for men to be able to express themselves, for young boys to be able to express themselves, their feelings and how they feel. We need to be able to create an experience for men to be able to grow up and treat others with the love and respect that they desire for themselves. Because once again, if they don't know or have love or respect for themselves because they were never taught it, because they were never shown or expressed that they were good enough and never felt like they were good enough, how can they give it to someone else? If their father told them to always be a man or their coach told them to always be a man or their mother and to never cry and to always make sure that you swing first or you attack first or that you dominate or that you win or that you're always on the always on top of your game, always show your never show your, you know, always have the poker face, never show your cards, all these expressions. How are they going to know when to communicate, how to communicate, and how to effectively communicate, especially when it comes to treating others with love and respect, let alone themselves. Ultimately, the goal for men, and I, and I really encourage each and every one of you to take this upon yourself who are listening to this episode, is take it upon yourself to do the work, do the work, do the healing, Face those demons, face those shadows. I know it's hard. I know it's scary. And I know even admitting that it's scary is scary. But it's okay. This is a safe space for you. You are worthy. You are man enough. You are great. You are incredible. You are worthy. It's that simple. You are worthy of love. You are worthy of friendship. You are worthy of camaraderie. You are not weak. You are not a weenie. You're not a sissy. You're not a little bitch. 
And most importantly, you are not what your parents, what your father, what your family, what your coach, whoever hurt you, you are not what they say you are. You are not who they say you are. You are so much more. You are so incredible. You are capable of so many more things. But you have to do the work. You have to put the work in. You have to be willing to step into those shadows of yourself and really acknowledge those things that are within you, that pain and that hurt and that trauma. And it's not going to be easy. It's not going to be easy at all. I strongly encourage all the men that are listening to this or women listening for their men or whoever wants to share this with men that are around them. I encourage you to seek therapy and to seek professional resources and help as you begin this journey because it's going to be a challenge and it's not it's not impossible. Once again, that word impossible, it means I'm possible. You are possible. This is possible for you and you are capable of doing this. You are strong enough. You are worthy of this process and this journey. And I strongly encourage you to get professional help as you begin this journey as well. This is going to be a new world. This is going to be a new direction for humanity. I can feel it. I've talked to so many others who can feel it and sense it and know that a huge change and transformation is coming. We don't have to be so disgusted and afraid of our world that we want to run and create another one. We don't have to be so confused and hurt and traumatized that we have to isolate ourselves and plug into something else. I know that it's tough. I know that it's hard. I know that you feel alone. I know that this is a challenge, but what greater challenge would it be to create a beautiful life that you can live rather than mimicking a life that you wish you could live in something that isn't even real? And that is the challenge that we have right now. And it starts with these conversations, men. It starts with dealing with our pain and our trauma and our depression and our sadness and our struggling image of masculinity women it starts with healing it starts with acceptance it starts with self-love it starts with creating self-love experiences and helping create and foster a community of self-love and safe spaces for men to express themselves emotionally and for women to express themselves and for young women and for young men to express themselves emotionally especially we need to reconnect not only to each other but most importantly to ourselves and we have spent so many years running so many years hiding so many years worrying about what other people would think or what they would say or how they would feel so many years where we inhibited ourselves and prohibited our growth because we were afraid and fearful of what may come about it, what may be said, how our parents would feel, what they would think. This is your life. This is your ability to create a memorable and incredible and impactful experience on this planet in this moment at this time. There are so many beautiful and incredible revelations and creations and developments in science and technology and in the world and in consciousness and healing and in everything. 
let's make sure that we're stepping into it in the right direction. Let's make sure that we're stepping into it in a direction of healing, into a direction of growth, but most importantly, into a direction of oneness. We are one. The divine feminine and the masculine are one. There is a beauty and love and an entanglement, a true divine entanglement between the masculine and feminine, and it is in each and every one of us. And only when we allow both to fill us to our core with that experience and that energy do we really live and create in the greatness of what we're capable of and the beauty of the energy of which we can experience and build. We have a long road to go. There's a lot of things to do. There's a lot of work to do and a lot of things to change. And I know that it could be daunting and I know that it can be tiring, especially even just thinking about it, but it's worth it. It's worth it for our kids. It's worth it for our future. It's worth it for us. We are worthy of it. Men, women, we are worthy of spaces of safety to express ourselves in our deepest and rawest forms. We are worthy of living a life that is fulfilling, that is happy, that is full of creation, that is full of success and abundance. And we are most importantly worthy of being healed, of releasing our traumas, releasing that which that no longer serves us. And we are worthy of living a life worth living. Because what is a life worth living if you do not feel worthy? I love you all. I wish you peace and blessings, love and light each and every day. And once again, men, you're safe. You are worthy. You are loved. You are cared for. And you are special. It's time to heal. Ashay.